1: Welcome to the Voya Media Podcast. This is Eric Philippu. I am with Kevin Arrutia. Hey, Eric. How are you doing today? Good, good. Also, if you're watching on YouTube, hello. Nice to see you again. Um, so today we are going to be auditing another brand, just going through them. Um, this is not a completely new brand to us. I actually... Purchased this product last night. It was the first item I bought from a Facebook ad in several years. Might Possibly the first ever. I don't think that's true, but we can argue about that later. All right. I'll have to check my... Check your uh, click history. My, yeah, my click, my attribution history in my bank account. But, but, anyway. but I
2: think what you say is an interesting point because it's... I think people always say that they never click on ads, but I think somehow... They just don't realize they're clicking on it. What do you think? Because obviously, That's like so my biggest example here is Google. Google is obviously your search engine. But if you look at the first four organic results, those are ads. I'm not sure the exact number, but last quarter Google made what some $400 billion in pure ad revenue. Mm. Right? So there's people clicking, right? Yeah. But if you ask any of your friends, they're always gonna be like, hey, I think I never click on ads. But like even like Wilson, who was another partner of Way Media, he sometimes looks at his little sister. Uh, when she searches for things, and she's clicking the first or second result. And then Wilson's like, that's an ad. She's like, oh, really? I didn't know. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's why these – and that's why I tell, we tell brands like Google and Facebook ads are great because even if people say they don't quote-unquote click, they're just so native to the platform that they just look natural. And that's why sometimes we see ads with such high click-through rates, right, Or Absolutely. That's a really interesting point. So anyway, the brand we are talking about today
1: is called Magic Spoon. They are a ketogenic or low-carb kind of health food breakfast cereal. So that's pretty cool. We're going to start by looking at their website. Kevin, do you have the website up on your screen as well?
2: Yeah, I love their website. It's it's good.
1: Yeah, nice and simple. A little added motion, which I like. It's very tasteful. So not too distracting, but enough to, you know, have some activity. I like the bold blue. Colors are cool. Yeah, cool branding so far. Try now landing page optimization. I like it, nice and simple. Just shop now, explore. All right, let's scroll down.
2: Yeah, so what I like so far on this website, like I said, it's called Magic Spoon, and their background is kind of like I guess like a magic curtain. So that's pretty cool. And mm-hmm. I scrolled down for a little bit, and I already I was already hit with like a pop up. Um, did you get that pop-up, already? It's possible I did. Let me actually refresh in case it is a But pop-up. I like – so basically they have a pop-up, which is great because we always say that you need to be collecting as many emails as possible. And if you have a pop-up like this – and the great thing about their pop-up too is that they have an enticing offer. So, Eric, the offer is win free cereal. So you enter a daily chance to win oh. a one-month supply of Magic Spoon. Which is
1: Uh, now. Now I remembered. I should click that last night when I went to their website. So you tried. So I'm guessing you didn't win. It's probably maybe the new user thing, or you know. So this is not my first time on the website. Yeah, but I I think
2: I think this is a great offer because a it's shown that you can win a free serial. People love winning free things, and I think what's even better enticing about this is it's a daily chance. So people could potentially come every day to the website to sort of you know re-enter, and that's a great way to get users to come back without having to pay for that traffic again. Mm-hmm. So. And you know, it's interesting.
1: Um, maybe it's another insight <laughs> to my user experience. Maybe it's just me. Maybe other people do this. Look, I just went to the website. I think I, I clicked an ad or something. I was on their homepage somehow. And basically, I saw this. I actually didn't know what it was immediately, but I was going to X out of it. I didn't even read it. And I noted, oh, I didn't read this, but I clicked the submission bar first instead of the X bar. I guess it was just a much bigger target. Just subconsciously clicked it. And I just autofilled. It was just as simple as hitting enter for autofill. And just I submitted my my email address. So they just got me when, you know, my intent. I just wanted to get the Mm pop-up out of the way. And just the autofill email and hitting enter was a faster route than finding the X bar or the X button. That's a little
2: interesting insight. Maybe you can get a couple leads that way. Yeah, so let's go back to the website. You know, basically, I'm scrolling down. I think the website's beautifully designed. Absolutely. The little donuts are cute. Uh, Uh, It keeps like a playful. uh, I guess they're
1: cereal pieces, not donuts, but they're shaped as donuts. Yep. They're cute. I like the color scheme that they're using Forbes, Delish, Fast Company. So, you know, it's very serious. So, basically, a lot of social proof, uh, credibility in the beginning. See a lot of good DDC websites
2: thrive on that. Mm -hmm. Something that I always don't know if Branch should do is it's nice that they have like Fast Company and they Forbes. But I'm, sometimes I'm not sure if there should be actually linking to these articles. That's because, interesting. And the reason why is because sometimes it just get them off the website and go somewhere else mm-hmm. where that other website could potentially lead them to another website. So that's true. I I'm a big fan of obviously having the social proof. But if someone wants to go and look at the article at Forbes or Fast Company, they can go and Google it. Yeah. In their
1: um, defense, it does open in a separate tab. Yeah. But. I know exactly what you mean. Uh, I even saw someone comment that on recently in another brand that we work with. Yeah. And I thought, oh, I don't know if I'd include that in a landing page because I don't want people to leave the site. Maybe the home page for just general brand thing. You know, it's worth taking a look at. That's interesting. Um, you can check, I guess, in your analytics exit page or thing, reasons people left the site. And if they click that and that's losing you a lot of traffic, you can adjust accordingly. That's an interesting thing. Yeah. yeah. Nice. As we scroll down, again, the user experience is pretty nice. Nice and simple. So I love that.
2: So smooth. Very smooth. I like the color schemes that they're using on their boxes too for cereal. Mm -hmm.
1: Very simple. Very simple, playful branding. I like it. I like they use like like 3D and like textures and angles. It's a little twist on like an otherwise very simple color schemes.
2: Yeah, they use a lot of gradients here.
1: Yeah, this is really cool. A lot of cool effects. (coughs)
2: Yeah, the, the design is really good. So, what I'm going to do right now, My know homepage looks fine, great homepage, shows about the brand. What I'm going to click is the try now that I saw on the homepage on the mm. top screen. So, this takes you to a cereal pack, which is one case of four boxes. It looks like the cereal has over almost 4,000 reviews, which is crazy. That's a good amount. Yeah, that's a lot. But one thing about these reviews that's sort of very interesting to me is it's crazy that they just have so many from what i'm looking at they only have 60, 60 bad reviews if, if i consider two one stars bad that's kind of low compared to how many reviews they have total so who knows what they could be doing with those reviews that is uh something for the listener to think about that yeah but i mean
1: depending on your intent i came here as an inbound lead or you know i was kind of i was thinking about this before i got the ad because i, I heard something about it on a podcast or something so I was a little warmed up, but I guess I meant top funnel traffic would probably be scrolling. And as you scroll on this product page, they have a nice little cute graphic, a spoon kind of moving as you scroll down, which that's cute, but it shows the visual, very beautiful visuals. Um, you see what the cereal looks like. It does look like the kind of kids' sugary cereal that you know any sweet tooths listening probably would love. But it says high protein, low carb sugar. So this is very cool. I think we have a few nutrition clients and we do see the ads that do really well. It's like foods they can't have. And you say like, oh, this is a paleo alternative or a vegan alternative to this pizza or something. So that's really good. And even just look at vegan recipes or keto recipes or paleo recipes in an Instagram hashtag. You'll probably see like pictures of cakes and stuff that are traditionally not these diets. And they are actually um, whatever, some sort of, you know, low carb or some sort of vegan alternative. So that's just an interesting thing about this food niche. It's actually something I noticed as an example in one of our old podcasts. All right. They got the ingredients. Uh, I do like, because whenever someone makes a huge claim, you want to, I mean, in nutrition, I guess people like to see the ingredients. So they make their ingredients very obvious. That's pretty cool. So they got protein blends, coconut oils, monk fruit. They got their, some sweeteners. That's interesting. Nutritional panel. All right. Obviously, they're crushing these super sugary cereals and you know the health things.
2: Very good product page, I would say. Yeah, product page looks good. Um, the only thing that I would say would be great here would be more photos of people eating it or – you know, with it, you know, mm-hmm. the more like UGC content would be great too. Absolutely. Like pictures of the cereal at someone's desk, someone, you know, eating it for dinner. I know sometimes having breakfast at dinner is a thing. People love that. Yeah. Or, you know, it's, you All know, right. it's cereal, cereal cereal at dinner hits differently, as they say. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <I> <laughs> it's true though. I think we have
1: some cereal in the
2: office that, you know,
1: at a little 6 p.m. on a Thursday, Kevin might be. Yeah. Might Jim. be a little, uh, making
2: sure I get some oat milk in there. Yeah, oat oh, okay. milk, all right. Yeah. But yeah, overall product page looks nice. I love the branding that they have. Yeah, I like this type of stuff. I'm assuming this website's probably on a Shopify, right? Probably. <clears> uh, <throat> I forgot the podcast I heard about it on. Who said if they were using yeah, Shop- they're oh, Shopify. Oh, yeah, it is for
1: sure Shopify. Because when I went through the Add to Cart sequence, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this is the Shopify. Uh,
2: what are your thoughts on that? Where it's like, I think consumers are knowing it's Shopify websites more. Is that good or bad? I'm not sure. I actually should- I don't think they mind. In e-commerce in general,
1: users are certainly conditioned to a very pretty clear uh, checkout and website user experience. And, you know, as long as you keep it super simple, uh, your Chrome autofill does its job, you know, or even I guess now your iPhones and your smartphones
2: have autofills for you. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. And one other thing that I like about their product page is that they have the price per bowl. I think it's a great way to sort of show how what of a good deal, deal is. So we do a lot of nutritional products and we actually do that as well, where it's like price per pill, price mm. per serving, right? Remember yeah. you were doing that for a few of your cosmetics, yeah. yeah.
1: Anything that you consume or first of all, anything yeah, I guess you consume or you use several times and you have a finite usage of it. We had a I think it was an eyelash product and you know it had I guess 30 uses per thing. So what a good marketing hook was, you know, a dollar fifty per use. Yep. And um, you know, that was really good because it was priced more expensive than competitors, and that's very true. But and especially for the cereal as well, you might think, oh, $39 for four bucks of cereal. But then they say the dollars per use, and that's something when I was buying,
2: I'm like, all right, $1.30 per use. It's better than you know, getting a coffee or something at a Panera. And that's exactly why. It's because you'll see, hey, look, a serving is only one thirty nine at least mm-hmm. for their website. Mm-hmm. And then you know that a typical dinner in New York City is, what, 10 bucks. Or, right? So, typical breakfast. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Or, yeah, typical food, like, you know, maybe seven bucks of bacon and cheese, the coffee, you know, add a little extra ketchup. I know you like ketchup. I know I love ketchup, so (laughs) a little extra there. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, this makes sense. I know, I know, for example, Eric, I know you were doing this strategy too that worked well when we were working with a fitness influencer for his supplements. Mm. And this worked. I know when we ran those ads, they killed it. Absolutely, so. absolutely. Click-through rates are,
1: and then the conversion rates also improved. We put that on their product page, dollars per usage. Especially if you think the price alone might put people off, definitely that, you know, dollars per serving is a good. I do love that they have the subscription and save on a lot of. That's something I'd like to see a lot more uh, consumable products doing. Um, in the in the case of the cosmetics brand, that was something that uh, we wish we did. That any cosmetics brand that doesn't have to have to be a food, uh, just something that you're going to run out of. Skincare, cosmetics, food, um, some kind of supplements definitely have this little subscription thing. So this is a very well-designed website. Um, there, you can tell a uh, simple thing but can go a long way. That subscriptions get you so much repeat business. It's going to be awesome. Um, yeah. So this $39, it's not a great average order value, but I bet a huge percentage of people click that. Uh, subscribe button, especially maybe the second time they purchase, they say, oh, I'll just subscribe. And, you know, that customer lifetime value goes from 39 to whatever, uh, three, four or five times that. Yeah.
2: One thing that I, I usually do when I'm looking at these websites is I, I usually do control F and then type in refund and I try to see if they have Ooh. a refund policy, but I can't find it anywhere. So that's sort of interesting. I know they say like 100% happiness guarantee, but that's, that's just, that's hard and people aren't thinking about it like that. It'd be great to have some sort of, you know, make it clear like, hey, this is our refund policy. Because, like I said, why make the user search for the refund policy? Just you're making them work for it. So just make it super clear mm-hmm. what it is, having the bottom like refund policy, you know? I am seeing try risk free, 100% guaranteed. So yeah. there might be something in the fine print as you go more. Yeah. I mean, I think they definitely have it. I know they said that they'll refund your order, but if I do refund, you can only see it when you expand that what is 100% happiness 100% guarantee meaning. Okay. Yeah. Understood. So it's there, but, you know, make it clear. Another thing that I, I would really want to know about this website is, like who started this website? There's no about, there's no who the founders are, mm-hmm. right? There's just the website. Like, who who did this thing? Especially and, with a, a food product. I think people want to know who's making this product. Why is this person an expert in this sort of brand, you know? I think for, for like, maybe hardware And maybe for like, you know, physical products maybe, but Mm -hmm. I think for food, I think people are caring about who is the
1: Absolutely. Anytime you're putting something in your body, like a food or even a cosmetic, some supplements, trust is always the biggest obstacle. Cause you know, I guess, you know, it's so much risk. This website doesn't look some scammy, like some of these other, this website looks good. It looks like as you scroll down on the homepage, they have like some, some testimonials from, I guess, influencers, you could say in the space, health and wellness experts, uh, So something like that, that's good. But uh, you do have an an Our Story page, but it is very low. You have to scroll way to the bottom. Yeah, that's an interesting thing. So trust is important. But what do you think about this? So if you're looking at the homepage, go back to the homepage. If you go to Explore, you can see Us versus Them and then Our Story. But they don't immediately present that. But you can do it if you're looking around. Do you think they sacrifice the simplicity if they add that about us or and you think that simplicity is really because the simplicity of this home page is really nice yeah that's an interesting school yeah. of thought i'm sure they've tested it though they look like they've
2: definitely thought and tested a lot yeah no i definitely see it now yeah i see it now i didn't realize what the x4 was yeah so it's kind of like it's kind of like before it's like it makes sense now that I know about it, but mm-hmm. as a user, when you're first coming here, you're not trying to be like, oh, this website's gonna be clever. Let me see what's what things I can uncover.
1: Yeah. right. Yeah. So
2: people don't want to uncover things. Just show them exactly what it is. That's interesting, yeah. And that's sort of what we, we sort of say with things. It's like, you know, just show people. Because right now, now I'm seeing our story. So mm-hmm. I see it's the founders who they started with. Now I can see the great story for them. But like I said before, it's too clever sometimes. You just don't know what, what to do. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, I'm going to add them into the cart right now. And okay, I'm going to go to checkout, traditional checkout.
1: Nice. And that's good. You don't want to be too fancy, especially that bottom of the funnel. Just make
2: it real quick, make it really easy for people. That's
1: awesome. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. I think the checkout, I think it's interesting. With everybody almost using Shopify now, the checkout process is almost always the same, so which is great, kind of what you said. People are used to the fields they need to type in, people are used to the, the credit card information. Yeah. And then now, like where before, like remember, when we were doing e-commerce a long time ago, everybody's checkout was a little bit different. Mm-hmm. And then that was like always a nightmare to sort of see what, we're, what, what what to do. But Shopify has definitely helped sort of standardize that. Absolutely. Nice. Okay, perfect. You want to go to the ads now? Yeah, let's take a look. I'm looking at their ads
1: library right now. If you're looking at watching on YouTube. I'm just going to scroll to the top. I was scrolling a little before the recording. But, yeah, I got um, – let's see if there's a difference. If I go to all instead of the United States. All right, it looks like – I'm only targeting the united states because the number didn't change i guess the drop down is also a little just one country so basically what i'm looking at i'm gonna start scrolling i see some very nice visuals just like the website they're definitely keeping true to their branding in their ads not just bland or random things definitely not like stock imagery so aesthetically they look really nice um oh this one is intriguing. this is one i actually saw that got my attention Maybe the one I saw was slightly different, but this division, if you scroll down a little, Mm -hmm. I guess it's like the third row, you see an us versus them graphic, which is really cool. I like it a lot. Changes a lot of colors. I love what they do with colors. Uh, It's really cool. It does have that like kid cereal, almost nostalgic Mm -hmm. uh, feeling, so they definitely know what they're doing. Nice. That's really cool. All right, yeah, I like this us first them. That's a really interesting one. That's something worth trying out for you know, any brand that has a very clear metrics that's better than the competition. That's perfect. I'm sure that's common a lot in the food niche, but
2: any other visual niche or anything you do, that's a that's a pretty cool trick. Yeah, no, I love this ad. It's really great. It stands out. The colors are amazing on this ad. So, uh, oh, interesting. Yeah.
1: I'm going to also scroll actually back up a little. I see this little cereal box video. I'm just going to click it see what it looks like just a serial box moving to the screen looks like a 3d animation changes well, mm-hmm. so I guess complex from a technical standpoint to make I mean it's not your simplest but it is it looks very simple to the viewer and it just makes a nice impression
2: it shows that variety with the switching mm-hmm. which is a thing that you know that's yeah. pretty cool and well from and from what we can tell right now is that this looks like a prospecting ad so they're using this for top of the funnel because if you hover over at the ad library Eric Mm-hmm. You can see that the UTM says UTM source equals FB prospect. So that's Ooh. most likely a top of the funnel type of campaign. Uh, oh, yeah, I'm seeing it. If, I don't know if you can see the bottom of my screen in the loom, but it does say. Yeah, so. Oh, I see. FB prospect. Here yeah, we go. So that's a great way tip. Sometimes when you're looking at these campaigns for brands, you can actually, they will actually say prospecting, know, the funnel, bottom of the funnel. Oh, right? interesting. So then, as a you as an owner, you can sort of see what they're trying. So right from here, we can tell that this is clearly a top-of-the-funnel video, right?
1: Yeah, and then for those not listening, um, if you're an ads library, you hover over, I guess, the URL or the link part of an ad in the bottom left of your Chrome browser. You'll see the URL that this link leads to, and then you see the UTM parameters. And the UTM parameters, in this case on my screen, if the loom is capturing it, um, it says FB prospect after UTM source. So yeah, that's what Kevin's talking about. You can dissect their funnel through these little tricks. That's a really cool trick. Um, yeah. That's definitely helpful when looking
2: at these ads. Before we just kind of made assumptions, at least I did. I didn't know that trick. I learned it today. Exactly what you're saying, because Eric, if you scroll down, you can now actually see the retargeting ads. It says FB retarget. Oh, so, wow. Now you know what they're what messaging or and it looks like for one ad that they have, it's like a video, quick video ad, two seconds. They just have um, like a video, a testimonial. These testimonial campaign, testimonial ad copy works well. And what they're doing too is, it's interesting because if you see in this one, it says, in love, magic in a bowl. Mm. You see how their text is bolded? They're using that like bolded trick that basically this is like an ASCII version of characters that makes it bold on Facebook. It's like you have to use like a plugin, or not a plugin, but you have to use like one of those like websites that's like make text to bold, you know, what into like ASCII. But yeah, technically, it's like not allowed by Facebook because it's standing out in the newsfeed. So, mm-hmm. so, but some people get away with it. So clearly, it looks like they're getting away with it. Yeah, and also, even if it didn't have the bolt, the bold, if yeah. it was just regular,
1: hey, it's still a nice-looking ad. Um, the visual of the ad, which is probably what you're going to read first anyway. Is beautiful. They use a lot of colors and, like, I guess flashing images for lash, lack of a better word. So that's really interesting. I know a lot of people just, the use of color is very important in ads. It's something I know we don't talk about a lot, but just to capture
2: attention, these popping colors make a difference. But yeah, I mean, you can tell they're using that. So this is interesting to me because, like, um, it's this looks very addy. Absolutely. Right. So all their ads right now look like an ad. So and we've seen when your ads look too much like ads, they don't convert well. So, interesting. Right. So we always say that, hey, if your ads looks like, like this is everything you're saying is true, it pops out of the newsfeed, but it, people can really say, okay, like this is not normal my newsfeed. Right? Understood. So sometimes we've always seen the best creatives are ones that blend in with your newsfeed. That's why I, that's why I think for them it'd be great to just have photos of regular people eating the cereal at their home, mm-hmm. kind of like a UGC essentially, right?
1: Yeah, I'd, I'd be interested um, just to see if you go to the Instagram hashtags like Serial or something, yep. um, just see what, that's the kind of organic content
2: people are responding to in the top posts on Instagram. Yeah, because I think you, you, see might, how you this wrote comparison episode that. about that too, where mm-hmm. if you go to cereal, for example, hashtag, you could look at the top light and that sort of may be a creative that you can replicate. Yeah, but something can be said for, if you have a
1: very unique offer, like a truly unique offer, um, you solve a clear problem uh, with a clear solution. Um, Which is, by the way, is an awesome thing you can do um, as a brand. You can get away with more salesy or advertising looking ads more upfront. That's what my experience was in some of the brands that did have a very innovative product. Uh, You can be more, I guess, blunt about how this is an advertisement. And, you know, it looks like this is a pretty unique product. And I know there are a lot of similar competitors. This entire niche, this, I guess, healthy breakfast cereal thing is a very new product and very new topic so they can probably get away with a lot of it but yeah i, I know what you mean
2: though that's it's definitely worth testing different styles like that yeah because this is definitely a style of ad mm-hmm. I, I would love to test this sort of sound some of the ads that we're doing too. just like interesting. pure poppy colors mm-hmm. um completely sticks out of the news feed. yeah I, I know what you mean interesting i like their um it's funny because I was looking I was looking at one of their ads, it's like subscribe, only a dollar twenty twenty nine per bowl, which is kind of exactly what we were mentioning before, where mm. it's such a great offer that it that you can use in your ad. It's like, Absolutely. hey, look, it's only one twenty nine. And that's exactly what they're using. And that's exactly that what we did for when we were, we were running with the influencer campaign.
1: Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Right? I like this one, well, less carb, more spoon. It's cute. Yep.
2: Less bad thing, more good thing. Let's see what else I really like. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at the retarding ads. Yeah, it looks like they're prospecting a lot and also retarding a lot. Um, interesting. Yeah,
1: I like the child. They're definitely doing a few angles.
2: So as you scroll yeah, more and more down. Really, yeah, it's interesting because they have really talked about the angles. It's kind of just the benefits, mm-hmm. um, like what it tastes like, the protein. They're really just showing the benefit the product like there's no like hard angle that's kind of like what we think about
1: well that's Mm -hmm. also something interesting when your product is a very the more unique your offer is the less creative you have to be in your angle Mm -hmm. Um, so especially if your product solves a clear problem a good angle is just like a solution to a serious problem an emotional reason why someone would buy something but if your product speaks for that then actually does not like oh we're just a little less expensive than the other thousand competitors. If it actually is unique, you can get away with um, less angles. But even as you scroll down more, obviously we are seeing things like less carbs, more protein, that pure benefit angle, which is interesting in itself. I do see one that's interesting called childlike cereal for grownups. I guess that nostalgia angle, um, they have like a nice quote, uh, had pretty much given up on cereal as an adult until I got the taste of magic spoon. And that's pretty much – that's an interesting angle as well.
2: Yeah, it's an interesting angle because uh, – it's interesting to say because like I guess as an adult, how often do you tell your friends, oh, yeah, I had cereal today? I mm-hmm. guess people do tell you that. I'm not sure for dinner. I'm not sure. Um, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, it's like is it a weird thing to say? Like are you kind of sort of getting over that fear of, hey, it's okay to eat cereal. Right? Yeah, absolutely. I don't know. Maybe – It's right. just a
1: weird – I know what you mean. It's yeah. not exactly like, uh, oh, I ate a steak or oh, yeah, I ate exactly – You know, you It's see? something
2: like uh, – Grown up or something, but but I guess these I for I mean. guess for this sort of company, if you're keto, so you're already used, to, you're already used to your friends telling you that you're keto.
1: Mm, that's interesting,
2: uh, right? Oh, well, I'm a keto diet, so you know you can't go out to eat. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's, it's true. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> but <laughs> another thing here, I think that would be great for them. I'm not sure is the educational part would an advertorial work well or just like a content piece. Remember for the other brand that we were auditing, they had a lot of educational content. For the keto, paleo diet, Mediterranean diet, so they were educating their users about why they should get their member subscription boxes or meal kits, right? Absolutely, that's an interesting
1: part. Yeah. If they did some sort of health benefits of low carb dieting, yeah. Uh, because right now they're, like they're
2: so right now. From what I'm looking at, I think obviously we, we don't we clearly don't know what they're thinking, but from what I'm seeing, it's like the people here know a problem, they're trying to solve solutions Versus, I think for the territory, the other brand that we audited, they're trying to educate users and saying, hey. This is why you should do this, and now you can buy a product. I understand. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. So this is more like, hey, here's a product. We know you have this issue. There's no, like, getting, like, completely new people. I'm not sure.
1: That's that state of
2: awareness that we talked about in an
1: internal meeting
2: just recently.
1: Yeah, so the state of awareness in this case, you know, obviously these angles, maybe they're already aware of the problem. So that's, in this case, you're targeting people who know that they have a health problem but can't eat cereal. And that's an interesting one because I guess the only reason people don't eat cereal is probably health these days. Because if you're not eating something that tastes delicious, you know, sweet and nice, um, it's probably a health reason. It's a reason we don't eat ice cream every meal. So, I mean, just logically, people just understand there'd be a reason why not to eat cereal. Mm -hmm. It's a barrier, if you will. So there's a state of awareness. um, In that case, like cereal is probably unhealthy. It's probably like that state of awareness. So they're aware of a problem. And it's a commonly aware problem. And so they're addressing it that way. But what Kevin's alluding to is the state of awareness for last week. It's just, um, I guess, there's a food service that offered, you know, paleo diets or vegan or keto diets. That's something where a lot of people, they might not, they're maybe they're thinking they're in this a different state of awareness. They're trying to learn more about different diets. And
2: so that, that's an interesting part. I'm not sure if they try this too, but I think it'd be great to sort of maybe have an offer here that's sort of like maybe a small sample pack. Can I remember when you were in, in, in high school or college you had like a mini bowl where mm-hmm. you put it? I mean, we have some of those in the office, those yeah. mini cereals. Mini I think that would be a great sort of, you know, free plus shipping model Absolutely. or hey, try it for five ninety nine mm-hmm. because if you think about what how much one box costs, what's how, what's the price of one box? I think uh, I $10, know, $39, $10, six, right? Something. Yeah, $39. I guess $39 for four isn't too much. $10 a box? It sounds like a lot. It sounds like a lot, though. Mm -hmm. But I'm I'm assuming they're doing it because shipping one is probably super expensive. True. Whereas they want to get the AOV up and say, hey, we'll do four Mm -hmm. and package them all at once. But I think having a great offer... And I think this is more goes back to the state of awareness that you said before, where mm-hmm. if people aren't aware, let's give a product like two ninety nine. dollars mini, try it out for your first day. If you like it, order again.
1: I was actually listening to a podcast called E-commerce Influence. Shout out to them. Great podcast. Where I think the head of Cereal Shop, or uh, was, there is another cereal brand. Oh, Cereal School. That's what it was. Cereal School. They said they started, they just putting cereal samples in little bags. And I think they're sending them that out for free or people who subscribed or influencers and they got a huge response mm-hmm. and they're, they're probably direct competitor of magic spoon. Mm-hmm. Um, they are keto or low carb cereal, high protein cereal. It's funny they another brand in that niche is doing that free plus shipping uh, just to get a really big top of funnel customer base and that being said, they did make a lot of money on their email, they said. A lot of repeat business, I imagine, with a good email list. Yes,
2: yeah, no, email you goes know part. Uh, let's see, what else, Eric?
1: Yeah, let's look more at their ads. Obviously, you can see they're doing a lot with stories. Let's open up one of these stories ads. I'm assuming this is a story. This looks like a carousel. This is a very vertical ad. Basically, if you're looking at my screen, I'm scrolling up, you'll see some ads that look like they're made for Instagram stories. They look like they're in that 9 by 16 aspect ratio. I think it's pretty cool. Uh, It's literally the product in the box and in the background they have cake, I guess the flavor of the cereal in the background, a lot of colors. Um, That's something we like to see with the story ads. Again, you see the same with the other flavors if you're looking at my screen. Um, It's a very immersive thing, so you can get very creative with stories. It looks like they're not just rehashing feed creatives and just stretching them out a bit. They're making creatives that look really, really good specifically on the stories. And that's something we definitely recommend because the, the CPMs on stories we're seeing is much lower lately.
2: Mm-hmm, yeah.
1: So you can get, you know, your, all the costs are going to go down if you have good, if you're on stories, if your CPM is lower. So your CPA is going to be lower. Your profits gonna be better. So that's really interesting. Want to look at maybe if there's a funnel that we can examine on, uh,
2: Let's look. Yeah, okay. A lot yeah, of times we click these rates. ads and because you, I clicked one by accident. Let me see what I mean, like, it's homepage. interesting. They're running a lot of these prospecting ads. They're running it to their homepage. Yeah, so I'm going to look
1: at their Instagram. Pardon. Interesting. I'm just clicking as many of their ads as possible. Um, there. Yeah, it looks like a lot of them are going to the homepage. Anyway, the homepage is, I guess you could argue, landing page optimized. It's nice, clean flow to the homepage. I imagine it's converting for them because they look like they're testing a lot. Yeah. So they would, if there was a problem, they would probably be addressing it. So I imagine it's a well-converting homepage. Look at this ad. It looks like cereal falling into a bowl. It's cool. Infinitely falling into a bowl. It's cool. Just a little scroll stopper, simple video. What I like about their creatives, their simplicity and their colors, they use a lot of It's not a lot of yeah, complex yeah. videos. It reminds me of um,
2: like Beauty Bay. It's like a very.
1: Yeah, we talked yeah. about them on the podcast before. Um, I think it was before we were screen recording, but they had simple, I guess, just showing the product in very colorful ways. Interesting. This is an interesting ad. They got little four quadrants here. Ooh, this is cool. It's like a little Sudoku puzzle ad I'm looking at on my screen. Oh, wow the aesthetics and the branding are beautiful on uh, this this is probably one of the nicer brands I've seen.
2: Right, what are you looking at now, Kevin? Now just clicking under ads, but there's some canvas ads, but I can't I guess we can't see those. You mm. see like facebook slash canvas but
1: yeah, I'd be interested to see how canvas is working for them. That's something that <coughs> we, we want to try out
2: yeah, but it looks like their canvas ads are a little are off so who knows yeah
1: if you hover over fb.com slash canvas to underscore dog.
2: Yeah,
1: it's, I imagine that'll take you there. Yeah, yeah, it takes maybe. you to the homepage. Mm-hmm. It takes me to the, oh, okay, cool. Overall, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Basically, you can see. Um, I think key takeaways here are, you know, they have a very unique offer. They have very beautiful branding, and I imagine they're a fast-growing e-commerce company because of. Yeah, I imagine these. Have a big impact on why they're growing. They're very simple branding. Not too. Com- they don't overcomplicate things on their user experience. It's very yeah. aesthetically pleasing. Really cool. And their ads are nice. Yeah, and the the offer is unique. Yeah. No. I love their stuff. All right. Well, thanks for listening. If you have any questions, or if you have a brand you want us to audit on the podcast, or if you're watching on YouTube, send an email to Eric at VoyMedia.com.
2: And you know, check us out on iTunes. Leave us a review if you like this, and this will also be on YouTube, so you can follow along as well. All right, thanks so much for have another a good great one. podcast. Hope see
0: you. This week's episode of Digital Marketing Fastlane was brought to you by the performance marketing experts at Voy Media. Join us again next time as we'll be bringing you more tips, techniques, and know-how to make your online business the very best that it can be. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback, we'd love to hear them on Twitter at Voy Media. Thank you.